Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartland Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and today we're going to enjoy a wonderful conversation with one of our new guest speakers. So I hope you're excited and we're ready to dive in. If you have any questions or want to know more about the guest speaker, definitely go to the description box so you can get to know who they are and check out all of what they have to offer. So definitely stay tuned and we'll get started right after this message. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am here with Kathy, who's all the way in Japan. She is a holistic life guide and energy healer. So welcome, Kathy. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you for having me. I am so happy you're here. I just feel so much like excitement and like good energy right now. With yeah, you. me too. Me too. I've been feeling it since yesterday. Like just, really? yeah, thinking about the podcast and like um, being here. Yeah, yeah. I've been excited too. Good, good, good. I feel a lot of good energy. I think there's gonna be some like very cool wisdom gonna come out between the both of us, especially for you. So yeah, let's go ahead and get started. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get to like where you are today? Yeah, so I am born and raised in Japan. Um, but my dad's Canadian, my mom's Japanese. Um, and so I always like sort of had my healing journey from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know where I fit in really. So mm-hmm. even though there's this like very mm, extroverted, like lively part to me, I always felt like there is still a lot of things to explore. Um, and so growing up, there's a lot of challenges. Um, and then I... So I tried to like escape Japan a couple of times because I just, no way. Felt, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I've just felt so like, like a feeling like I can't be myself and I didn't know who mm. I was here in Japan. Um, mm. I didn't feel like I was accepted or belonged here. Mm-hmm. So I left Japan once in high school and then I left um, again at the end of school. So like to go to university um, so around that time, when I was like, my healing journey, I guess, like, officially began in high school, because mm-hmm. just like feeling a lot of things that were chaotic. And I always like, had a higher perspective. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I'm going through these challenges, but I feel like they're not really me. You know, mm-hmm. like, these are happening for me to like, learn from them rather than it just being a result of who I really am. Mm -hmm. So I had the higher perspective, but I was still like connected to spirit, but not really consciously. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to university in Vancouver, Canada, and I lived there for quite a few years afterwards. Um, And my dad actually passed when I was 19. Oh, wow. Yeah, like right before I almost came back home and he took his own life. And 
Yeah. Oh. That catapulted me into <laughs> a spiritual awakening, really. Um, that's when, like, I was sort of like, interested in spirituality but grew up religious and wanted to explore like mysticism like in you know oracle cards tarot crystals whatever mm -hmm. spirit but I never had the chance to I didn't allow myself to mm -hmm. but then my dad passing on um gave me a, an opportunity to come back to myself and like start soul searching mm -hmm. and actually like him and I got so much closer once he passed mm -hmm. and he was one of my spirit guides for the longest time. Um, and so, yeah, like there are so many levels of healing that happened since then. And, uh, um, that was like between the ages of like 19 to, I guess, 26, 27 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 28 now, but okay. yeah, so my dad passing really started this path for me to go on to mm -hmm. look at childhood wounds and like um, my like ancestral healing stuff and mm -hmm. um, spirituality and I learned Reiki as well, it kind of found me mm -hmm. and start disconnecting from my old life and starting life anew. And so I've gathered a lot of wisdom through that journey. Um, and I began officially providing Reiki to others um, in 2021, I think. Because time, like, I feel like just so much has happened within a short time frame. Time is time can be so confusing for me <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but um in 2021 I decided to like provide my channeling and like Reiki services to people um and now I do that like full-time um not just Reiki but so my work background is <laughs> is in uh, mental health work Mm. And yeah, I, I also worked as like a barista and a server as well. Um, but like providing safe spaces for healing to happen has always been my passion. Um, and going back to my dad, he actually like watching him grow up or growing up watching him struggle with mental health. Um, and just feeling so unworthy um, and self-esteem, like with self-esteem issues, that led like little Kathy to think like, why is it so hard for just people to be themselves, be their authentic selves when we literally come here to be ourselves? Like mm -hmm. if we needed to be someone else, we would just be born as that somebody that we think we need to be. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, working in like the mental health field really allowed me to develop like the skills for creating safe spaces um, and sitting with people. And then now I'm here and I combine energy healing with um, 
like my ability to channel like in connection mm-hmm. with the spirit realms um mm-hmm. for people to like come receive healing whatever that may look like um and to connect with themselves because i don't mm-hmm. think there's enough time and space um that's available in society in the majority of society for people to just like pause and come back to themselves it's Mm -hmm. there are pockets of that like being created and more and more so like that's happening but still i think that's just really important for people to be able to do that regularly and to like want to connect with themselves create the time to connect with themselves Mm-hmm. So yeah, I help people on that path of self-discovery and healing that happens in the process. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. It's it's always so interesting how there's like um some type of catalyst that mm-hmm. really like opens us up, like opens up our core, right? Yeah. So there sometimes it's a loss of some sort or something that just like stops you that kind of just awakens who you are because we can't mm-hmm. like move around so unconsciously anymore because we have to be present when something yep. so shocking happens like yeah exactly mm-hmm. and that's it like the living unconsciously <laughs> that I think you really hit the nail in the head there because I was just doing everything else before my dad passed to avoid myself. And even Mm -hmm. a couple of years afterwards, after the loss, because we um, deal with grief in our own unique ways. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was distraction. Mm -hmm. Because until that point, still, I had this um, role that I took on as a cheerleader And that meant like, and therapist for others, like, so that meant that I couldn't get in touch with my own true feelings. Mm -hmm. I couldn't accept the the loss and the sadness that was there and everything that I was feeling um, because I needed to be cheerful and positive for other people. That was, that, that was like my main priority back then. Mm -hmm. And so accepting that that wasn't my role because that's Mm -hmm. that was an unconscious way of life you know Mm -hmm. like that we need to take on roles in order to feel like we are acceptable Mm -hmm. and like this thinking this limiting belief that like if we aren't being this way then we don't deserve love or we don't deserve to be accepted Mm-hmm. That was running my life. And then my dad's um, passing was a catalyst for for that limiting belief to um, slowly but surely dissolve. Mm, just kind of had some freedom. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And the thing I feel like with healing, too, is mm-hmm. you don't know where it'll take you. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to like be able to let your mind be at peace, find Mm -hmm. ways to let your mind be at peace because your mind's like trying to find ways to make sense of everything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But your heart is leading you exactly um, in the right way, I guess. 
Mm -hmm. um, for healing to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that because I think that sometimes when we feel like we're always purposeful, even if we don't consciously know like our huge purpose, like we're <laughs> taking care of the whole world and millions of people are being affected by us, but mm -hmm. like we're mm -hmm. always purposeful, even just our own existence and just being in a state of being, mm -hmm. we're always purposeful. Um, even when we don't even like know what we're doing sometimes. Yeah. But sometimes like when we take on feeling this need to act out a certain purpose, it can feel like such a heavy burden because you mm. don't give yourself that space to breathe mm -hmm. and to like just tune back in with yourself or care for yourself. You just kind of start to deplete yourself. Even if you mm -hmm. love doing whatever you're doing, mm -hmm. you have to like come back and be like, okay, I'm not just like this shell of a person that everybody can just pull away from. Like mm -hmm. we got to fill our, our cup up as well. So I love that you mentioned that because some people just like cling on to that feeling of like, I need to do this for people. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Like we are naturally going to do that because mm -hmm. we, we naturally want to feel significant, but we have to just kind of balance it and being like, how can, how can I just be me and that naturally gives and fulfills others yeah. just by being in your own state of being. Totally. Yeah. Um, that reminded me as you were speaking, like, you know, that feeling of being depleted because you're playing this role mm -hmm. um, that you think you need to play. That reminds me of like being at work 24-7, like literally <sighs> And there's no break. Like you're not gonna get holidays. You're you're overworking. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, of course you're gonna get so tired. Yeah. Every amount of your energy is being put into creating this role, mm -hmm. which is inauthentic. And also, when you're talking, um, we get this like twisted, um, skewed perspective, like because. Um, when our egos are hurt, we create programmings in order to feel loved and accepted. And mm -hmm. a way that that can show up is like skewing um, your sense of self. And it's like, oh, I need to be this way in order to feel accepted and loved. Um, when you being yourself is love. Mm -hmm. Because like, you are a part of source and source mm -hmm. is love, unconditional love. And so like we often get raised thinking that we need to give, we need to, we need to overextend in order for others to feel like they're helped and that they're loved. But that's like a skewed way of loving. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not saying that, you know, don't help others and that, um, you know, like volunteer or all these projects that are created to help others. I'm not saying that, you know, that's not helpful or anything like that. But letting love express through you naturally without you creating um, has been an important part of or realization in my healing journey. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that. I think... 
I think just kind of being open and allowing, like when you move into the state of being open and allowing and being, naturally you may feel a pull to do something or a pull to check on someone or a pull to whatever, whatever it is. I guess we have to like kind of hone in on the source of where that is coming from. Is it like, Mm -hmm. I need to do this because this makes me feel like a good person. Well, then Mm -hmm. that's probably not coming from the best space. Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) So like, it's just kind of like a natural thing that you want to do, but we don't want to like, I guess we don't want to put like a a filter or a limitation Mm -hmm. around it. Just, just be. And sometimes like, for instance, for me, Mm-hmm. I'll go to the store or something and I can feel this person's energy is maybe like really down mm-hmm. and I feel the this like not impulse but I, I feel the this energy to like hug them or to say something or to say it's going to be okay right and sometimes because it's like well who the hell does that like I just will resist it sometimes and mm-hmm. I'm like I'll say something a little less, like, I hope you have a good day or something. But internally, Mm -hmm. I really wanted to embrace them or give them a hug or or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But me, I'm limiting myself by not doing it. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. Like, so I guess just kind of following that, that flow of what, what you're feeling drawn to do versus feeling like I need to do this to prove something. Yeah, that's, that's super important. I think Um, the clarity between the two. Like, mm-hmm. are you doing something because you actually feel this genuine um, drive and it's just like it's a natural flow of energy mm-hmm. expressing itself? Or are you doing it, letting your mind filter that energy? So you're like, oh, I think I should do it this way. So I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, exactly. And I guess, like, also, too, there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. Too, so that's a bit more nuanced. Um, And you're, maybe you're doing something that doesn't feel right, and, or you're pulled to do something that doesn't feel right, your body will always give you, like, pings. You'll feel like, oh, like, I want to do this, but, and it feels natural, but I'm also feeling, like, Mm, this niggle not to do it that's an indicator that's like a really big indicator maybe you're you're wanting to act from a place of like um overgiving or from a wounded place rather than Mm. who you are in the moment yeah that's true too still happen yeah yeah absolutely oh we're such layered beings but we really are huh yeah yeah there's so much to us that i think we we don't realize but i think the most important thing that's super powerful is like when you make that transition to like accepting your not i like to say accepting but i almost want to say like just like fully embracing like all that you are and Mm. and nurturing that you realize like what the hell was I so afraid of Mm. oh my gosh (laughs) you're so right you're so right we carry so much fear and yeah (laughs) and when you start accepting on this like um self-acceptance bringing more self-acceptance you're like 
that was nothing yeah <laughs> like whoa that was that was lame i should have like done this so long ago <laughs> you're like wow i just can't believe how much threat i felt like the world was you know about when when it's not threatening at all or like no. maybe there were real threats but might not be as much as your mind made out to be yes yes we tend to like magnify things totally we we take one instance that happened from like one person that was obviously in a space of not accepting themselves so they project that onto us and then it just becomes this rippling effect but we take that we magnify it and we say like nobody likes me like this well that was actually a very small percentage but if you the world will always just adjust to whatever you give it i'm just gonna be honest mm. you know and that yeah that's why it's so important to um be able to zoom out yeah in in our lives mm -hmm. like to take the time to really like connect with yourself so you can zoom out of your situations because, you know, it's easy to just like overanalyze or zoom in so much and limit your world. Mm -hmm. Your world, our world is so, it's infinitely huge. Mm -hmm. But when we're just focused on nitpicking on certain things, it becomes tiny. Yeah. <laughs> and we all deserve to live in that huge universe. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm. So someone's listening to us right now and they're like that all sounds great but mm -hmm. I don't even know where to start to accept mm -hmm. myself what would you say to that person I would say well first of all it's a great time for you to get to know yourself mm -hmm. this is an opportunity to tune in to any feelings that you experience on a daily um, and maybe create questions too. Mm. Oh, like, why am I feeling this? Why is it that when I feel this way, this thought comes up? And then when you have the why and you start tuning into yourself, you might not get the answers, but that's okay because it's not just about the answers. Mm -hmm. It's about creating more dialogue within yourself and like, building a relationship with self and that like you might get like this cataclysmic like huge event that happens to trigger that connection yeah. but you might not <laughs> <laughs> and just like starting this conversation where you show up for yourself and you're like oh this feels weird in my body where is it feeling weird in my body mm -hmm. mm, what is it making me feel what is it bringing up mm -hmm oh, it reminds me of childhood, then, okay, like, what about your childhood? And then start kind of, like, going deep in these, in your roots. Mm -hmm. You know, like, start digging. And, um, you know, self-acceptance isn't just about accepting, mm -hmm. but you learn forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You learn how to be easy on yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, you learn also like when you can get past your comfort zone, like maybe you don't want to feel something and you don't want to push yourself, but can you be open to maybe feeling that later on? Mm -hmm. It's like 
expanding your ability to be there for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Um, my friend and I were talking about comfort mm-hmm. zones. I think it was yesterday or the day before because um, I think right now everyone it's the start of the year and everyone's being shown their limiting beliefs, like what they, they're still mm-hmm. holding on to energetically. And we were talking about comfort zones. And uh, she mentioned naming her comfort zone like a familiar zone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Like for me, my comfort zone is like the shrinking zone or the little <laughs> zone. <laughs> Which is like, I feel so small when mm-hmm. I'm in my comfort zone. And like there's energy that wants to flow out. So Maybe you can also name your comfort zone as well. That's something that mm. popped into my mind to share with you and everyone listening. Um, you know, you don't want to criticize yourself in this self-acceptance mm-hmm. journey because that's not why we're looking at these things mm-hmm. that are coming up. We're not trying to discover ourselves to find more flaws <laughs> to criticize. Yeah, you we know? do that. We're like, I found something else that's wrong with me. Great. Yeah. I know. No, no. We're like, shit, when does this end? <laughs> and it could literally yeah, feel yeah. that way. Yeah. yeah, it does do that sometimes. <laughs> It can be like, oh my gosh, when is this like shadow not ever going to end? But, but on the flip side, you're being shown that because you're able to look at it. So like, you know, you'll be shown more and more mm-hmm. as you go, but that's because the universe trusts you in able to, being able to handle mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And um, spirit wants you to delve deeper into your connection with self. Because when you do, then you're opening your heart more. And the heart is where you connect with the spirit realms. That's another channeling there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, that wanted to come through. Um, But you asked about what people can do when they're just beginning their self-acceptance journey, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, um, you know, in life, we're we're not really taught to observe our surroundings, or mm. we are, but it's like for the purpose of, I don't know, it's not with the purpose of being mindful. When you begin your self-acceptance journey, you can begin to observe your surroundings without attaching stories to it, you know? Oh, like she's doing this because da 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 da. You can see the because part, but mm-hmm. just see it like mm-hmm. without putting yourself in the situation. And that's sort of the skill that becomes important when you observe your feelings, too. Mm-hmm. Um, observing your feelings as they come up, not attaching yourself to them. Um, and as well, I really suggest like journaling. Um, but I know everyone's different. So some people may prefer to like talk and keep mm-hmm. like a voice recording journal. Mm-hmm. Other people like to draw or write 
Um, so in whatever form that feels more natural to you and that you're drawn to, I'd suggest like giving yourself, that's literally a space to connect. So connect with yourself and connect within. So that's another recommendation that I would give. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like, so being hard on ourselves, we're, we're taught to be hard on ourselves first and then be kind to others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's like such a contradiction because like, how can we be genuinely, truly kind and um, gentle to others when we're not doing that with ourselves? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so whenever things happen in your life and whether it be like in your outer world or I mean everything happens so that you can come back home to yourself but um whenever things happen that you you want to criticize yourself for give yourself the permission to be gentle give yourself the permission to speak lovingly with yourself and don't create expectations on how well you can be loving on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be very, very challenging. Um, and like even even me, who's been on this journey for quite a while, like I have moments where I want to be kind to myself and then I'm not. But then mm-hmm. that's when like the forgiveness comes and giving myself time to recover from maybe being too hard on myself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then knowing that like at any time even if you hard if you have been hard on yourself the next second you have the chance to be gentle and compassionate Mm -hmm. like you're not stuck from one second to the next yeah I think that's most important Mm -hmm. is to remember that it's all temporary. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Our whole existence here is temporary as this form. Our souls are eternal, but yeah. Infinite. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. This, um, this reality, so to speak, is temporary. And Mm -hmm. um, it's always so interesting because the more and more you begin to heal and it's it's always a continued journey like we don't it, yeah. it's not like i'm healed yeah <laughs> Woo! no because as we grow and as mm-hmm. we evolve and as we continue to connect with others we i don't want to say roles but we will play or be different things that it, it's not too be something for someone else but it's to expand us Mm -hmm. in a different way so for instance you have someone that they are who they are and they've they've grown to their capacity and maybe at some point they become a parent and that's going to expand them in a totally different way that's going to have so many challenges and so many things that you're gonna have to accept yourself for in that way Mm -hmm. or Maybe you're you're all good right now, but maybe you lose someone and you've never been in that state before that you you even know how you react to those things. Mm-hmm. So it's a consistent journey that you're you'll always have to do, but as long as you can 
learn some foundational principles that will never fail you just Mm. practicing that compassion and patience and grace and understanding Mm -hmm. whatever phase you're in just come back to that yeah and you you mentioned like amazing things there especially with like patience Mm -hmm. like as you start this journey of healing and on connecting with yourself you're gonna learn how to be patient you might not at first or and it might take a long long time and that can be a work in progress too you know we're not Mm -hmm. our our worth doesn't come from mastering everything all at once or maybe we don't even master the whole thing in this lifetime but that's okay Mm -hmm. no one is judging us but ourselves yes right so um being patient is a skill that i'm sure um as you spend time with yourself you'll have no choice but to nurture that (laughs) Mm -hmm. because like when you are dealing with yourself um like the more you force and the more you become time sensitive you may find that like things aren't happening the way you want them or expect them to happen. Mm-hmm. And you may be given more reasons to become patient because yeah. that's like one of the loving, most loving things that you can do with yourself is to give yourself patience. Mm-hmm. You know? That's probably yes. like one of the hardest thing that as a healer and as an individual and as a soul that I'm learning is patience. Mm-hmm. Um, because in our society, like everything can happen so instantaneously and we're always told to like, go, go, go. And to do what's next, what's next, what's next, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that's not organic. That's not Mm -hmm. natural. You know, for most of these quote unquote developed societies, societies formed without um, touch to nature like yes. so as societies formed there's a disconnect between nature and like nature's cycles and rhythms mm-hmm. so when we can remind ourselves that we're actually like natural beings and like we're so deeply connected to nature no one rushes nature I mean yeah. you can but no one expects nature to be what it's not So Mm -hmm. we can bring that to us and be like, well, I'm not going to expect myself to grow at a space that's not natural because I honor learning fully and embodying what I'm learning rather than rushing on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. There's like, I want to I want to say there's no next. Don't worry about next. Mm -hmm. that's what my guides tell me too like because I like to like I'm so curious about earth and like this realm that Mm -hmm. sometimes I just want to speed through things but they're like (laughs) hold on (laughs) hold on that's not the point yeah yeah exactly (laughs) it's not about speed (laughs) (laughs) and people who come to me as well you know they're like oh what's next what's next what's next and when they're given the guidance that like they it's important for them to honor where they're at 
they actually sigh of relief because it's like oh shit okay cool i can take the time to just be here um there isn't this burden of expectation that's put on me Mm -hmm. and that's like a huge realization for i think everybody and anyone who feels like they need to be somewhere that they're not Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely and i think i think it is important to really observe nature because We can create a skewed or distorted view of growth, Mm -hmm. like thinking that growth is supposed to look a certain way. But it's like when you look at how certain trees grow, sometimes they grow from destruction. They grow from Mm -hmm. portions of them being destroyed and having to build their strength over time mm-hmm. um takes a long time for them to do that <laughs> yeah um and and there's everything has its own cycle but it, it's just a matter of like sometimes we don't know that we're growing and we get frustrated thinking yes. we're not growing yeah a hundred thousand <laughs> million percent <laughs> and this is like to note that even as people like you and me who have been focused on healing we're not mm-hmm. perfect no like we have moments <laughs> when we're just like frustrated with ourselves because yeah. we're like wait growth is supposed to look this way why isn't it happening this way yeah yeah this must be something wrong i'm stuck yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we're b- being brought back to basics it's like yo give yourself love right now <laughs> yes yes this yes. is all part of the process yeah <laughs> and it's very yes. humbling too it is. It is to help you navigate through things. And at times, I can get really, really hard on myself. Not, not, I can't, I can't describe the source of it, but I've always dealt with this, like, even as like a child, just the frustration of growth. Mm-hmm. And, and what it teaches me is that it's like, there's just more to learn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You just have to have frustration is almost like fear of patience in a way. So it's like you have to have time to learn something. You haven't learned something yet. That's why you haven't done that. And and we have to learn how the mind grows and learns on its own. Yeah. But at times I get so caught up in like, oh, I need to do the next thing and this and this and this and this. And, this. Mm-hmm. and then I'll step back sometimes or I'll have a conversation with someone and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Chill out. Like nobody else is is thinking like that or doing <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? So it's uh-huh, like uh-huh. sometimes it's like a healthy comparison, if that makes sense. I don't know if that I don't know uh-huh. if that even makes like, sense. I get caught up in my own self sometimes that mm-hmm. it's good to just see the world and, and how everybody is just everybody's got their own thing too. It's, it's okay, yes. you know? Yes. Like having like sort of a third person's perspective on whatever yes. you're going through. because when you're so doing, 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 or when you're, we, you get like tunnel vision. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Totally. That's really yeah. important to be able to pop out of your situation. And this can happen in many ways, like through conversation with other people, um, if you're taking yourself to a place that calms you down and like creates a bit of space between your lived experience, like what, whatever you're going through and whatever your focus has been, 
mm-hmm. create space between that focus and wherever you are. So nature mm-hmm. is a good example to just take you out of your world. I think we navigate many different worlds, mm-hmm. but it's like a place where you can come out of your immediate world and into the natural world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what you're saying totally resonates. And I think it's important for everyone to hear that and get and another just see that. Yeah. Like if you focus on perfectionism, sometimes mm-hmm. you can be so caught up on like the tiniest details that will take you forever. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you'll see somebody else do something and it's nowhere near perfect, but they're doing it though. Yeah. And you're like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I like, just done it you know so yeah sometimes it's okay to have a little healthy comparison but not to use it to judge yourself I hear you I hear you yeah yeah um moments when you just like kind of ground yourself into reality that mm-hmm. everyone has their own thing and yeah like no one has it easy in terms of whatever easy means and yeah. reminding yourself that perfection is just a myth. Like we're already perfect as we are. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. But whatever idea you have that you should be, that's that's like, again, um, stepping away from like shoulds. Oh, I should mm-hmm. have that healed. I should have that done. I should be this way. Stepping away from that mm-hmm. and coming, because that's like mind created, but coming back to your heart through whatever form like through I don't know for example journaling or creating conversation with yourself um yeah and being able to say I'm exactly where I'm meant to be and it's okay like I forgive myself for judging myself I'm going to be more patient with myself etc etc yes absolutely I think that's most important is is to just, you know, give yourself that sense of safety and security, parent yourself, nurture yourself, empower yourself, whatever that feels like to give you that, that balance. Yeah. But just know like you're, we're all divinely connected and yeah. it's don't, don't suffer in silence. For sure. That's super you know, important. That's so important. Even <laughs> if you are healing yourself and you feel like things are great or that things are tough, like, and healing doesn't need to be isolating. Yeah. Self-healing doesn't need to be a isolating experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is something that I've learned as well, because I have the skewed view that healing um, and empowering myself, like I'm creating so much um, Mm self-reliance that, I didn't know how to like step out of that and mm-hmm. like be held by others at times. That was like mm-hmm. new to me. So um, there are so many communities out there where you can like connect with like-minded individuals who are also doing the work. Um, and there's no shame in like getting help as well. Yes. Like um, do whatever you need to. And that also in itself is a learning experience. Yeah. You're finding what what makes you feel supported. 
Mm-hmm. So that's something that you can delve into as well. It's this huge web that you create once you start um, saying, okay, I'm going to invest time in myself. Mm-hmm. You don't know where that web's going to go. And I just literally saw like um, a brainstorm. Mm-hmm. You know, you start off with like a circle in the center and mm-hmm. you have whatever, like write your name there and see, mm-hmm. like start spindling like these webs and see where that takes you. That's literally what we're all doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and I think as long as we can start creating whatever it looks like to us, but creating some safety around the way we want to begin this journey. Mm. And um, it's okay to learn how to accept yourself around loving individuals. That That really helps us to break down our own walls of vulnerability yeah Um, because we're not we're not designed to be by ourselves and to just be so isolated we're social creating beings Mm -hmm. um so make it make it fun as as much as you can like make it something that you're looking forward to make it something that feels safe and and nice and again you're not going to always have those feelings, but if you can approach it in a way that feels good and frame it that way, yeah. you're more likely to at least start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Give like, yourself a chance. <laughs> that's so important. <laughs> we up, oh my goodness, that's so important. Make it fun. Make it yeah. fun. Discovery, for me, it's a term that's packed with wonder. Yes. It takes me back to like, being this inner child and like being a child and you're just like oh I wonder what that is so I'm gonna go explore and that's literally what healing to me is about Mm -hmm. and healing and like this inner journey is about it's like oh I think I can explore that let's explore it if it's too much you can always leave it for another day no one there's no rush no one's forcing you to look at anything you don't want to Mm -hmm. um and I think like as healers, we create space for that um, discovery to happen, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be through energy healing and what's brought up or it's just conversation or through podcasts like this. It, it's a space mm-hmm. for you to be like, mm, I'm curious about that. And mm-hmm. then let that take you, let that lead you rather than, oh, I should be looking at this. So I'm going to look at this. And it's like, yeah. like it's so, I don't know, it sucks, that sucks like the life force out of, <laughs> out of the, the journey, like, yeah. there's no spark to it when that happens, yeah. um, but I will say, like, that does help, and that can work um, for people, and uh, at different times on your journey, it can definitely fluctuate between this is coming up, so I'm going to look at this, to, oh, wow, this is coming up. Oh, I didn't expect that to come up, so I'm going to look at that. So, yeah, it's very fluid, this whole... It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think sometimes people are, like, so terrified Mm -hmm. to discover what's there. And I don't know, I'm just like, okay, well let's start off small like I'd, I would rather you at least start a little bit mm-hmm. than to totally um, continue to avoid yourself mm-hmm. so 
you know, how can we begin to embrace this as something just, you know, it's just helping you to connect deeper with yourself so you can be able to articulate certain things or communicate yes. about yourself. It helps mm. everyone else around you too, you know, to get mm. your needs met, whatever that looks like. Yeah, you deserve to have your needs met for you yes. to see what your needs are and to know and to vocalize that for sure mm. as like someone living and breathing on earth. Yes, 100%. Um, and like articulating, I think you just, that was so important that you mentioned that because we keep so much to ourselves. Um, you can even be someone who is vocal, but are you actually vocalizing like what you truly feel or are you just mm. more saying what you think you need to say? So like having more opportunities to really speak up without fear of judgment is important. And that might start with you talking to yourself and getting yes. to know yourself. Yes, yeah, no. yes, absolutely. Get it all out. I think I probably really started to dive into myself mm. like back 2014. I started a little bit like 2011 is when mm. I kind of started to be like, all right, let's uh, let's do some little inner work here. Mm. But it, it really wasn't until maybe about 20, about 2015 is mm. when I really started to like dive into like the spiritual side of things. And okay. I, I went through that awakening too, which was from a really um, traumatic, like breakup relationship. That's what kind of was my catalyst. And right. from there I was like, Whoa, what is this world? <laughs> you didn't expect it at all. It was, was just like, like, okay, everything coming. coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were, were you in that, like, kind of, did you have that point of view in that moment? You were like, Oh, I guess this is like another journey starting. Or did you know what was up? No, I, I didn't even like, I don't even think I made a conscious mm, connection. Like I'm on a spiritual awakening journey. Yeah, like yeah. It, that was so long ago. Like that mm. wasn't even a thing. Like nobody said any of those words back. Mm. Like, what is it like eight years ago now? Almost. Yeah. Nobody was on this real, like this wavelength at the time, or at least I wasn't aware of it. I, I wasn't right. in a community that was talking about it. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I mean, I've, I've always been a very sensitive person and, and mm -hmm. very intuitive. So it wasn't like too scary, but I was mm -hmm. like, okay, things are really heightened right now, Yeah, but it I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> and that's very courageous. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, this is this is what it is. So, I mean, I I've yeah. always had a background just as a child with prophetic dreams, or mm. um, like my mom was always super spiritual, so I was always um, aware of all of that. It wasn't like mm. super like out of my realm, mm -hmm. but once I stepped into that space, I was like. I feel kind of crazy. Like, why do yeah. I know stuff that I shouldn't know? Like, this is, this is wild. So I had to, and, and when you don't know, when you're yeah. not aware of what's yeah. going on, you don't know how to control it. Mm, you that's don't know true. how to like manage it. It just mm -hmm. is like, so 
spastic and scattered and just all over the place and you feel like like, it was like downloads just happening for you and you didn't you didn't know how to tell spirit to stop or to take it slow exactly yeah or that you could actually do that I felt like I was getting every pop-up ad in the book like (laughs) I was some website and it was like bing 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 and I was just like y'all like stop reaching out like it would be random people yeah I would like kind of pull on my energy like, hey, I need your help. And this is this is not like a, they're calling me, but mm-hmm. it would be like I would feel their energy like, yeah, lots of dreams about them or whatever. And I'm just, just like, thinking about oh, them. you leave me alone. Yeah. It was like <laughs> kind of like a, this antenna went off and and it was just kind of like you you're put on a, a energetic radar. Mm. And you just keep receiving and it just doesn't stop. And mm. I just didn't know what that was mm-hmm. until I learned, okay, you know, you can manage this. You can you can choose what you give your energy towards. You don't have to fall into the trap of just accepting everything that comes your way. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And maybe you were a person who'd like to show up for people. So you would have accepted the old you might have accepted everything, but yes. you're learning boundaries. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I, I got to a space of mm-hmm. like, okay, how can I just focus on continuing to heal me right now? Mm-hmm. Um, because there's, there's also, how can I put this? There's, it doesn't matter what level you're on, rather it's, it's from an ego space, a spiritual space. There's always going to be a vampire out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And there's always going to be someone as amazing as your energy is. Once they know about your energy, they forget about their own power and they'll pull on you. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, you have to set some boundaries to say like, look, you know, like, this is a gift. This is special. And I'm going to utilize it when it's needed, not just like for sale, you know? Really nearly. <laughs> yeah. Like available all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you, you have to be careful and just kind of use it in the best way. So after that, I just kind of use it for myself. I think mm-hmm. that's the best person to use it on at the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can trust that. Um, so I, I wasn't even trying to do anything like uh-huh. that. Like, oh, let me help other people. It wasn't anything like that. I just didn't know why that was happening. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to a space of just kind of getting comfortable with who I am mm-hmm. and getting more secure, more confident, just going through my own path. And then I felt more drawn to go back into communicating and just sharing to assist whoever it resonated with and that's when I started the podcast in 2020 okay cool that's how I utilize my gift yeah through communication and Mm -hmm. whatever comes out and who it reaches wonderful I if it doesn't reach someone that doesn't need it then you know whatever yeah exactly so sometimes I'll get people that they'll ask me like so why do you do this? Or, mm-hmm. or why do you, why do you help people? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what's, what's your selfish need to help people? And <laughs> uh, 
I, I kind of try to give an answer like, uh-huh. well, you know, I feel like if, if everybody gets a little better, we can all raise the vibration. We'll all benefit each other, you know? Right. Um, but, but honestly, I, I just feel like a pull mm. to just do it. it. It's not a conscious decision for me to like, say, I'm going to start this podcast because I want people to think I'm a great, pr-. like, it's not, it's not that. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. it's like, almost like I'm learning more from my own podcast than <laughs> I do it for me, honestly. Oh I'm like, oh, this is great. It's an enlightening process, whatever, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Like, because I think that, like, we do whatever, but rather than the importance being on the doing part, it's like we're learning mm-hmm. so much from it. Of course, what you're do- doing matters, but whatever modality yeah. we choose, they're there to um, help us grow and help others grow in the process as well. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, hey, if I have to have a selfish reason, maybe it's just for me, my podcast, even though it's a gift of communication, it's also the gift back to myself to strengthen my own voice. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's like, fair too. Why can't you do yeah. both? Yeah. Because exactly. it's helping you in the process, right? It's mm-hmm. helping you show up on your podcast. Mm-hmm. If it's I would say personally, like if it's coming from a more selfish reason, like selfish as in maybe more egotistical reason like you feel validated and you feel um like your value increases when you have people listen then that's Mm -hmm. something to question and to um get to know your ego more but like otherwise yeah no we all have our own ways of communicating and you know it's just it's kind of like a drawing it's it's a drawing energy that I just feel like a pulled a pulling Mm -hmm. to do it versus it being like I'm gonna try this thing out like of course you say that but that's not the it's not the the life force behind it I don't know if I'm making any sense at all no um it makes me think about like whatever like we'll we'll find um we'll get nudges like as yes. to what is our thing mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. they're like videos I love communicating through videos mm-hmm. um writing too but lately it's been videos and like it's just something um it's a feeling that you get and mm-hmm. it's not like I imagined myself like three years ago speaking up on camera but it just happened um yeah. and People might say whatever, but they have the right to, and I also, we also have the right to take their input in or not. To we have yes. the choice, we have a yes. choice in what we allow in and what we don't allow in. So there's a lot of room to play there. And if something triggers you, then it's food for thought as well. Yeah, everything's absolutely. all leading back to like more growth and learning and expanding your awareness mm-hmm. like you really get to heighten your awareness and look at things from like a more bird's eye view the mm-hmm. more you are on this journey mm-hmm. it, um, may not be about getting somewhere but 
you will see the world in different ways the more you allow yourself to um, see yourself and see, observe your world. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, so the other day I got an image of what self-acceptance, going back to that, like mm-hmm. what self-acceptance does. And it's literally an expanding through the heart mm-hmm. and it like pushes your heart out of your body, of your human body. And you get access to all these different energies and your soul. It's like your soul gets to explore the world once you allow yourself to accept yourself. Mm. You might have said no to things that you actually wanted to explore, but through self-acceptance and forgiveness and compassion for yourself, then like you go on this journey of like, exploring whatever you wanted to explore or getting closer to what you wanted to explore because your soul is craving it and it's leading you there mm-hmm. and okay great like you did that okay then it, then it's off to the next thing but mm-hmm. whatever you're doing it's it's a whole journey and what you're doing on the journey matters mm-hmm like whether it be boundaries, setting boundaries, learning your fluid boundaries, what your boundaries are in every single moment, um, seeing what you're giving your energy to in any moment, mm-hmm. seeing your patterns, seeing yourself as the person that you are, like your soul self, rather than all these thoughts about who you were that are based in the past. Like, yeah. who are you? now in this current moment Mm -hmm. and being able to like say oh I actually want to be more this way or this way of being feels right to me and Mm -hmm. so you give yourself that space to feel um this is all learning Mm -hmm. learning and you said something earlier about frustration um and then the opposite to frustration was um, patience mm-hmm. and I think that's so 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 valuable and, and important for people to hear because we live in such a binary world mm-hmm. we live in the world of opposites so like for example if you have a lot of hate around something the opposite of hate is love so why are you feeling hatred and then mm-hmm. if you can see that energy and work with it like just be present with that energy it might unravel a lot of things for you mm-hmm. if you're feeling anger so like for example i denied anger for a very long time mm. i was scared with about it people i felt like other people were uncomfortable when i was angry mm. um but undealt anger led to resentment and that's a whole yeah. other kettle of fish you know, because you don't acknowledge it, it yeah. just gets deeper. <laughs> exactly. And it roots, it tries to root yeah. into you. But when you can take anger, for example, and just give it space, um, whether it be writing or feeling into it, you can even, li- I suggest um, lying on the floor because you feel totally supported by the ground underneath you. Mm-hmm. So if you want to feel anger, for example, or even like walking or whatever it is, um, it's just suggestions. But um, if you lean into it, it might show where that is coming from. 
And then that way you're transmuting the energy. And then when you feel all that the anger is showing you and wants you to feel and give you clues to, uh, you know, what's actually the reason behind the anger, mm-hmm. then you get to experience the opposite of anger. Mm. I really like that because it just kind of helps you use that as a guide instead of just kind of running away, which a lot of times we run away because we don't know what to do. What to do with it. We think it's bad or we have like stories attached to these different emotions. Mm -hmm. We may have internalized what our family or immediate circle um, have around that certain emotion Mm -hmm. or even greater societies. You might not think it's cool to feel a certain emotion. (laughs) I don't know. Whatever we tie into our self-worth. Yeah. Um, But know that whenever you do allow these different experiences to happen, you're not only doing it for yourself and saying, it's okay to experience this. You're doing it for the collective, the whole of Mm -hmm. humanity. Even though you might not be able to see it um, or witness what it's doing. So that can be some of the most helpful thing, like some of the most helpful things that you can do um, is when you actually work on yourself rather than going outwards and trying to fix or help others. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. I had to learn that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing a huge a tip. Us, Yes, yeah. yes. I think a lot of us just, we do that sometimes it I don't it's just there's so many roots and where it can mm. stem from I mean I could go on for hours on mm. the causes and, but the most important thing is to I think uh what came to me when I was kind of working through a different topic on my podcast was that we kind of go through this journey of going from a, a victim state to a sense of self and then eventually to a sense of source. Mm. And it's it wow. it can go back and forth. It, it does yeah. not just because you reach a sense of source doesn't mean you can't go back to a victim state depending on what happens. But yes. eventually, it's like the more you heal, you just kind of just become this source, like like this channel. Um, it's that you you the more you accept yourself, the less of yourself you feel. At least for me, that's how I think. Like, that's how I feel. Like, I don't even feel all the heaviness that comes with Mm. the the weight you place on yourself, on what you think about yourself. When you accept it, you release it. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you might need to do that once, twice, a couple times, a thousand (laughs) times, a million times. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely just like lighter. Yeah, a delayering mm-hmm. that yes. happens the more you accept yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when you are talking about the steps towards acceptance, and I just pictured like this portal, mm-hmm. like that's like a door of acceptance. And once you go through that door, that portal or gate or whatever mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like that will can lead you to so much more like just yes. such a whole nother 
world that you're not even tapped into yet until mm-hmm. you go to that door of acceptance. And it's so much brighter, so much more beautiful, and you become more in alignment with yourself and everything that you would ever desire or need or want it just naturally comes to you when you're when you're in full alignment yes and I want to say want I want to add that like um it's like not what it might not be things that your ego thinks that it needs exactly it it can be totally unexpected but it just feels right yes that's the key and I think that's like your podcast for you. It just feels right. Like, yeah, what as one example, your podcast feels right. For me, recording feels right. So it's unexpected, but it's really fun. And it's like energizing. It is. It's just like when you have that passion for something, it, that's, it gives you literal energy. Like it will yeah. just wake up your spirit. Force energy. Yeah. So from from the portal, sorry, just to add. No, you're fine. When you step into that portal, I see like bright colors as well as like it's so intricate. Mm. We we are told that we're very simple beings, and on a human level, we do have simple needs too, but we're much more intricate inside than we're led to believe. So it's. Like stepping into this portal, seeing it's like seeing all the intricacies, not just yourself, but of your world. Mm-hmm. Once you realize how deeply intricate and like how many layers you have, then you see the world with that lens. Mm-hmm. And so the world becomes a huge place for you rather than a small little playing field of limited possibilities. Yes. a place of unlimited possibilities which your soul already knows um and you might like go into this acceptance portal and then come back out of it <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh shit this is too much too many possibilities <laughs> like, i don't know where to go i'm just gonna like i i don't know freedom so i'm just like scared i'm gonna go and pop out that's okay <laughs> you know that's why like you know, we were talking about how we learn like forgiveness and patience and love and compassion on the journey. These tools are there for that purpose. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're scared and you pop out. It's okay. You, you're there for yourself or you can, you know, have other people that you can talk about things with. Um, mm-hmm. But these tools are available for you so that if when you do decide that you want to pop into that portal again, you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's and no it feels a little safer. Yeah. 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 It's okay. Just have patience and just grace and wonder. And uh, it's, it's, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. Everything is okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's all okay. <laughs> I literally repeat that to myself. Like, if I'm just like, I feel like I'm just bulldozing through life or mm. if I, anytime I feel uncertain or even when things are going well, I just tell myself like, everything's okay. Everything's working out. Like the source universe loves you unconditionally where we're actually so loved and we're not alone. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. We are so deeply loved and we don't even realize it. That's the saddest part. Mm. I just take a step back and I realize like sometimes we're like, oh, I did everything by myself, right? Or I'm doing this by myself or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like everything that you have around you, even in your environment, was first created by a thought of another person that was thinking of you indirectly to help you get to whatever you wanted to do. So it's like somebody created this microphone I'm using. Thank you, person. <laughs> this is amazing. That's like so beautiful. You, know, you have so much love around you and you have people directly that love you, that know mm. who you are and love you. And this is such a beautiful thing. We just have to allow ourselves to feel it. A hundred percent allowance. Yes. Allowing is everything. Yes. And you know, right. you don't need others to give you permission to allow. Mm -hmm. You have to give yourself permission to allow. Mm -hmm. No one can do that for us, for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's okay mm -hmm. if it takes time to allow. And it can take um, gradual steps to allowing. I feel mm -hmm. like that was the case for me. Mm -hmm. To allow yourself to see you in the present moment, for example, to allow mm -hmm. yourself to feel gratitude about things that were harder to feel gratitude for, mm -hmm. to allow yourself to go in a direction that your soul wants to take that is a little bit frightening for the, for the ego. It's okay, but allowance becomes a huge tool for you like even energetically into aligning with your soul mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah an expansion yeah. and a, mm. like allowance not for just the quote-unquote good things but also for for allowing yourself to see maybe what you've been avoiding mm -hmm. allowing yourself the space the safe space to feel those allowing yourself mm -hmm. to be in new ways that are uncomfortable, for example, mm -hmm. like allowing yourself to take the healer hat off or to take the, I don't know, counselor hat off. Mm -hmm. Like if you are a friend who has traditionally been a counselor for your friends, allowing yourself to take that hat off and um, allowing yourself to be counseled, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It might be hard, but everything is practice. Yes, absolutely. Allow the teacher to become the student sometimes. For sure, yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely swapping between the two as you live your life here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's just so heavy to try to do everything. Try just try to do everything. You'll you'll quickly realize this is not for me. Get it out of your I'm... system. Just do it. I've done it before and it's exhausting. And I'm like, so I'm good. Exhausting. <laughs> you know, if you want a crash course into like coming back to your authenticity, maybe try doing everything because you'll soon realize it doesn't work. <laughs> And you'll find kindness. You will. You're like, forget this. You're like, I can't. This is not even worth it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So well, funny. Kathy, I 
love this conversation. I could probably talk to you for another five hours. Yeah. You have things to do. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great, great investment of my time and energy. And oh my God, I just feel like when things are right, feel Mm -hmm. right, like trust that. I just want to really put that out there because like connecting you, connecting with you felt so right. And mm. look at what we've created together. Yeah. You know? And I really Absolutely. appreciate the time and space you've created. And for you to, I honor the energy that you put into this and into our conversation. And I'm just really grateful for our uh, healing conversation. <laughs> oh, likewise. Same here. Thank you so much for reaching out and sharing your existence with me and the Mm -hmm. community and the world you are amazing and can I just put one more thing if I were yeah Yeah. so I think by our conversation um anyone listening to this podcast episode will see that healing isn't this like calm meditative like pristine (laughs) you know cookie cutter kind of thing it can look like freaking huge waves and it can look ugly and you're sobbing and you're like confused and lost and all of this and have moments of serenity and peace and everything so you know um i would really say like please don't worry about how your healing journey looks like Mm-hmm. Um, whatever is meant to happen will happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, how can anyone find you, Kathy? You can find me uh, on Instagram as Kathy C A T H Y underscore Peace etc. E T C Peace E T C. Um, and I have a YouTube channel, um, Kathy Peace etc. And I have my own website, www.kathypeaceetc.com. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Kathy Peace Etc. Yeah. And if you want to book readings with me um, or if you want a nurturing space to connect with yourself and just to like talk, then I have sessions for that as well. So you can find that on my website. Beautiful. You have such a calm and soothing and healing energy just speaking with you. So thank you for sharing yourself with us today. Thank you so much. Mm, My heart's full. (laughs) Take care. Thanks, Lindsay. Bye-bye. Bye.